Get it rolling, Carlos Kareem Windham. Indeed. Well, you know, close. Windham. Yeah, Windham. yeah, yeah. Beautiful. What's happening, Tiger? How I, you doing, man? I'm doing really well. I keep thinking it's Windhelm. I'm like, that's not it. No, not quite. I, and I saw uh, there's two different spellings too, right? So the the way that I spell it is the same as the jazz records, W-I-N-D-H-A-M. And then the uh, the hotels are with the Y, Wyndham oh. Hotel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think... That that is the distinction between uh, the uh, two largest slaveholders, uh, I believe, in Alabama. I think that's that's, that's the Wyndham funny. family. Yeah, yeah. No, re- my name's a whole turducken of uh, colonialism, slavery, and rape. Yeah. It's just mm, nummy. We, we got it's so yummy. into that last time. This time, I really want to get into gender normativity or however. Because I noticed in the last time I spoke with you, you kept saying uh, per- male perceived. Yeah. So what is that? What's what's the rationale behind using that term? Uh, well, I mean, it's not so much a rationale behind using that term as it is with, you know, the same rationale that I use behind most language that I use, which is that uh, I am searching for precision, right? Nice. I'm searching for clarity. And so I understand that uh, the world interacts with me in, in very specific ways because uh it understands me to be uh, cast in the in the binary assignment of a man, yeah. right? Uh, I myself am gender fluid and non-binary, so the the hyper simplistic uh, rules of manhood yeah. uh, that that we are taught as boys. Uh, and the the categorizations and rules of what is meant to be uh, mannish and or feminine, uh, I I don't particularly subscribe to. Uh, that I I think that I I understand what the rules are. I get it, yeah. but um, the the seem uh, dumb yeah. and have caused uh, an enormous amount of harm and pain uh, to a society for hundreds of years. And and if and when we understand gender roles, gender divisions, gender uh, uh, ascriptions uh, as it has been lived in indigenous societies across the globe, um, this, this limited... Uh, you know, very uh, um, it, it it really is a, a system that is around uh, ownership and it's and it's around hierarchical natures and it's around a group of people deciding that they're somehow the keepers of truth, keepers of knowledge, keepers of of, of reality, mm-hmm. and you know it has created a, a again another affirmative action program in terms of a male affirmative action program wherein. Uh, men, uh, by and large, those who claim to be men, are uh, dullards, uh, dullards, uh, uh, dumb, oh. uh, incompetent. Yeah. Uh, right? Like we assign emotional labor to women, which means we assign emotional freedom to women. Uh, whenever a man is saying to uh, me, to a queer person, to a uh, woman that they are too emotional. They are usually doing it yelling, and their face turning very red. Yeah, uh, it's that Kavanaugh effect, right? Like I don't, I don't understand how 
a creature with such a limited emotional and empathetic vocabulary would consider themselves the apex of our evolution. That that to me um, is not a thing that I I volunteer for. Right, I, I still fall into it yeah. because again I'm given a lot of unearned and undeserved privilege, and so. Uh, it, I, I hit blind spots all the time. Uh, and when I do, uh, I am very lucky because I'm surrounded by groups of queer, black, uh, queer, brown women, femmes who call me out and call me back in and uh, are willing to be patient with me. But I've done a lot of the emotional work on my own and a lot of that labor uh, honestly has fallen to the women who have been in my life, right? My ex-wife, my uh, mother, uh, may she rest in peace. My, uh, so, you know. Really quick though, you, yeah, partic- yeah, yeah. you participated in, I think we ended the last show with saying uh, relationships and marriage and stuff is kind of like owning someone. So you, you, don't, yeah. you don't participate that in that anymore? Nope. Would you nope. just only have open relationships or? Uh, it's not so, I mean, you know, how a relationship gets defined by, t- by, 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 uh, two or more people, right? Like it's whatever it is for those people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't uh, ascribe what anybody should be doing, but in terms of of the the people with whom I engage in uh, that level of social and uh, sexual intercourse, that that is something that is determined and decided between me and those people, right? Yeah. So it's not that it's. Um, so you'd enter a relationship where it's like, hey, we don't fuck other people, even though that's kind of sure. Yeah, I mean, okay. if, that, if that's what we were doing, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I don't, it's, so for me, like not ascribing to marriage and ownership is not about the idea of of somehow I'm trying to like fuck a whole bunch of people or be ah. in in like a uh, 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 thruple or a quadruple or like that's not that's not really what I'm. What, what, Although you're you not know. against it, no, I'm, I'm not. No, I mean, if that's what people are into, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, like right. I don't. I I I don't have uh, any sense that I have uh, uh, clarity around what is the appropriate uh, type of love relationship for people to have, right? I think that it's important for people to experience love. Mm -hmm. And so... And that's such a loaded term. Well, and to be loved. To love and to be loved, right? And I'm not talking about Hallmark's love, but like to to genuinely be seen, Mm -hmm. right? To genuinely be able to see somebody. Um for who they are as they are, such that you're not morphing yourself into what you think the other person wants, right? I, yeah. I know that... But then again, again, stagnation, yeah, yeah. not a good thing. So you should be morphing, maybe not... You as, should be morphing, but morphing into what somebody else wants for you. For but what if, if you're with someone who wants the best for you, like if I see your worst qualities, right. I'm like, um, you know, Carlos, like sometimes you'll you'll be talking to some people and like you're like just like some bad quality and you're like oh shit i never recognized that yeah, like yeah. sometimes people wish the best for you and they do help encourage you for better sure and that yeah. encouragement you know and again i don't know about about better or worse right like if, to me that's like harm reduction and balance right okay and the only reason i get hedgy around those ideas around better and worse is because the ideas of good and bad again right yeah. we're getting into a whole nother binary no that's that's literally one of like one of my logos on i'm trying to learn how to screen print it's a yin yang it says good is bad and bad is good right yeah they yeah. are they are they're they're again pleasure pain cycles of desire suffering good bad they lead into another 
Yes. I mean, the pleasure and the pain, absolutely, right? The, uh, love and destruction, creation and destruction, absolutely. I, both exist. And part of, for me, moving into not only a philosophical but a life pattern that allows for fullest growth requires that experience just is. Yeah. Right? That what you're doing just is. Now, good, bad, these ideas are manifest, again, of the idea of ultimate sin, of of Christianity, a lot of these kind of very, very Western ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I, do, I don't know about good and bad. I do know about in balance and out of balance. Mm. The rubber does hit the road at some point. A, mother, a mother's child dying is bad. That's bad. It can be, and I can say from experience, right? I uh, and it's not just a mother's, a parent's child, right? Yeah. I had a child who passed. I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry was, if that was super. No, personal. no, no. It's okay. It, it it is part of what makes me me, though, right? It is part of what allowed for the fissures in a relationship that were born from two people who were compromising and trying to fit into limited boxes of understanding of what the other person needed. Rather than being their fullest expression of self, they were leading to a state of high displeasure in many cases, right? How how are you conforming? What part of you did you not get to? Well, in relationships, generally, that's what I used to do, right? And I know that a lot of male-presenting people get into this habit. It's it's also very, uh, uh, for want of a better word, lesbianic habit. Uh, for instance, we would uh, change our diets based on who we were dating, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, she's a vegetarian, so essentially that makes me a vegetarian. So, yeah. right, there's even the joke about it in Pulp Fiction, and and that, right? That's not true. Then, then it's not true because if fundamentally, this person's, if you and I were in 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 this kind of a love relationship, if fundamentally for you being a vegan was a moral assignment, mm-hmm. right? It is immoral to eat meat because it's unnecessary, plus the 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 farming industry as it's evolved and what it's turned into, plus uh, uh, ag business isn't even just about farming no more. It's just about land acquisition, plus... People who call themselves farmers is just billionaires who ain't really farming shit, yeah. right? The same way that the planters weren't planting a goddamn thing. They had slaves. Plus, right? So so th- there's a bunch of reasons to not do it, right? Mm-hmm. I can understand those things, but if I had not come to a clarity, because I do eat an immoral amount of meat, it's horrible. But if I haven't come to a clarity that that's the thing that I'm prepared to stop, yeah. right, then I'm doing a song and dance, right, to impress you mm-hmm. so that you will give me the feeling of appreciation that I'm somehow equating with love. But do you love me? Because you don't even know me. I'm hiding from you. Yeah. Right? And it's not to say that that I'm saying that, okay, so that now, now Tiger, you got to start eating bacon if we're going to be fucking. Like, that's, yeah. not, that's not what I'm saying at all. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is... If we're in a relationship in which there is space for each of us to be doing what we're doing 
and to evolve together and figure it out. And that may be one of those lines in the sand. That may be the place where it's like, I can't, I, you know, yeah. your mouth tastes like like a, 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 a fortress of death. I can't do that, right? Yeah. Yeah. That would be fair. But now we're being honest and now we're being clear, right? Mm-hmm. So at the passing of my son, right, those minor things, right, were illuminated, were flooded with light to the place that like, oh, okay, there are pieces of this beautiful, ornate, uh, orchestrated vase that we've built that are just broken. And this thing is delicate. And it's not really put together the way that it needs to be if this is going to make a long haul. Or we're going to have to figure out how to turn into the people that we're meant to be and still be together, right? That ended up not being possible, but it made both of us much, much better parents, right? For Sophia, for my daughter, right? And so to be able to do that required that period of transition, of metamorphosis, of growth. It was the most painful thing that's ever happened. I would not even put it on a scale of good things and bad things. It is a thing. It's a thing that happened that is part of life. But again, death is part of life. Life eats life. That is what life is. Yeah right? Death is going to eat. Now that it happened to me, doesn't make me special. Mm-hmm. That, that is normative, right? We live in a country where children living is, is, is an insanely high rate yeah. of, of living. So that I belong to this very small and exclusive fraternity, right? What the, see, that's a, that's a very sexist term I'm trying to figure out now. Because fraternity... fraternity. Well, because it would be a fraternal order, right? And the sorority then becomes female. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. Club. Yeah, group of people. Group of peeps. <laughs> peeps. Uh, old ass. It, belonging to this very ex- exclusive group, it is only exclusive in the United States, right? Yeah. And it did bring me closer to my humanity. It did allow me and my then partner to see that, with clarity, the reasons that we ought not be in that kind of a relationship, which allowed for her to find love, find the kind of relationship that she needs, which allows for us to be able to show my my child, this is what love actually can look like. This is how happy people can be. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And without, I'm not saying it's not a tragedy. It is. But without that tragedy, there would not have been all of the goodness yeah. that led all the way up to the fact that we're in this room having this conversation. I'd still be in West Oakland right now, right? So it's not, it's a very, I'd be doing, you know, hippity hoppity and rhyming and like that, just that yeah. and limited to that very hyper masculine bravado expression of you used art. used to be hyper masculine? Oh my God. Whoa. So, so all this. much. <laughs> did all this liberation I come from? come from that radical change of your kid's death or did you try something along the lines of MDMA or psychedelics? Uh, oh, no, I tried all of the psychedelics before. Nice. No, I don't. Uh, if there's no ecstasy left for anybody, it's because I ate it all in the 90s. Wow. It's gone. Yeah. Um, that's why y'all have to do Molly. I'm sorry. Because uh, it, was, it was better. But, um, no, I spent... Uh, too much of, I would say, a dangerous amount uh, by any documented standard of uh, experimentation in those worlds. Uh, I realized that understanding 
the 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 multiplicities of possibility through chemical transformation and metamorphosis uh aside from becoming physically dangerous um in terms of the 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 choices that myself and my compatriots were making um had started to become psychically dangerous and and they let me know very clearly right yeah uh if you've not uh, had your last MDA, MDMA or at last acid trip, uh, but have heard about the legends of like, oh yeah, there's a last acid trip. Like I had mine. So yeah, like- I had my last acid trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that one where it's just like, okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm grateful to be here. You got it. I <laughs> yeah. don't have to, I don't have to do it again. Just yeah. it, let it stop at some point. That yeah. would be sweet. You but know? I still do DMT and stuff. Do I, just don't, I just don't do LSD anymore. Yeah, no, no, no. I had, I had, I had to get out. I, I had to get out of it, hallucinogenics. It lasts too long. Oh, all of them. All I had to get out of hallucinogenics. Yeah, I, interesting. I, you know, the, the, the ways, there are still places in which I entered alt- altered states, right? So I, part of what has been liberating is around that. I, I am also a priest and have been for 17 years wow. of uh, Lukumi, uh, which most uh, Americans, I think, would know as Santaria. Uh, Santaria is really a, a wild misnomer. Yeah. Uh, is, is that the San Pedro Peyote co- uh, ca- uh, church? Uh, the Santo Daime church, isn't that where they do peyote ceremonies? They, they, they may. I mean, it's, it's an African divination system that, that oh. is uh, born of Yoruba. Well, I'm wrong. Uh, okay, so yeah. this is actually born of Yoruba of Nigeria, mm. uh, was brought through the transatlantic, not only through the transatlantic slave trade, that's one of the, one of the uh, strong mythologies. Uh, the reality is that the uh, Africans and, and uh, what are now referred to as Indios, as native peoples uh, and First Nations people, uh, had, knew the transatlantic uh, uh, passageways, right, well before Columbus. That's why you'll find... Uh, old mech heads that look like Shaquille O'Neal in in different parts of Latin America, right? Mm. Um, so we've known and been in communion. Uh, you know, Afro Latinos like myself, Afro Latinx people are not new uh, or new creation on any level. And uh, Yoruba traveled to the mainland uh, and uh, transformed in Haiti. Uh, became Vodun yeah. or Voodoo. No one's going to know a single thing you're uh, saying. <laughs> uh, how do y'all say it? Uh, Haiti. Oh, right? Yeah. In Haiti became, uh, y'all say Voodoo, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that's actually called Vodun, right? In um, Brazil, uh, it is called Candomble. Okay. Uh, so you're in, a priest. You're a priest. Yeah, I'm a priest. Priest. Like you're religious priest. Like you, you do lead sermons or anything. I, I uh, people come to you and have tell you been secrets? in ceremonies. I don't know if people come to me and tell me secrets. Like it's hard for you know. Like we've we've been in conversation. I don't secrets is not really how I work. Yeah. Um, you know, I I definitely uh, I make communion with people through uh, music, through divination, nice. through. Uh, so you're, food. you're a musician, comedian, public speaker, extraordinaire. Uh, <laughs> uh, certainly uh, extraordinary. I don't fit the description. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think that's a fair thing to say. Mm-hmm. If there is a description or box that one would believe me to be in, mm-hmm. uh, I, I have had a life experience or a series of them 
that would defy that possibility. So right. I, I, I would say it that way. But yes, I do do all of those things. Yeah. What's beautiful, yeah. I don't know if you said in this show or last show, honestly, I might put this show out first and put your the first show out uh, like a couple months later. But you said um, the experience of just is. And that's something, yeah. that's another one of the things that I really like is like, I am. Yeah. That's enough, man. Oh, well, but, hopefully. Yeah. 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 You, you, I mean, that's the goal. But that's you define goal. yourself a lot. Uh, so what's, what's that duality of you, you, you know, you are, you don't need to define right. yourself, but then you still do as he, them, and as um, black Latinx and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the world defines me, right? Yeah. I mean, the world interacts with me. So W.B. Du Bois talked about this as, as, as uh, having uh, two very conscious minds at all times, right? Mm-hmm. Being who you are and being aware of how the world perceives you. Uh, my, I, I think that was an appropriate uh, uh, thinking at the time if looking through Western gaze is the most uh, that you're able, right? Uh, because that is what is available. Um, because I've had the opportunity to see through the looking glass of what a an aspirationless huxtabillion life is for a middle-class black kid or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. That within that frame, learning that that's not only not enough, but that that's also built on lies, right? Because if we're talking about that huxtabillion nightmare, it is born of the imagination of a rapist, right? Uh, who told on himself in the same way Louis C.K. did, put it right in front of you, I'm a gynecologist with a uh, an office in my basement in my family of five women. Oh my god! Like, dude, <clears throat> yeah. Bill Cosby so gross. So, but one thing, I don't like Louis C.K. I don't think he's funny. Never did. He just seems like a, one of those people who I'm lucky. I'm like, I just feel bad for you. But he's not a rapist. Oh, he did not rape women. He oh, did. He did not. He did. Did really let's disgusting. Let's not get into the, okay, to okay. the business of defending yeah. Louis C.K. Is that not, is that the mountain we want to be on? Here's the thing: if you call is that, that the rape, mountain we you're, you're be lessening the word rape because then I, people are actually. I was rapists. talking about uh, Bill Cosby yeah. specifically about that other. Now, if we were to be talking about Louis C.K., yeah, you said the word rapist, and then and Louis. C.K. I said that they him. told on him that he told on himself yeah. because Louis C.K. has two or three very famous routines wherein he talks about masturbating in front of people, yeah. that uh, comedy is masturbation in front of a crowd. Interesting. Right? Yeah. That it is standing up on stage and jerking off in front of people, begging them to love you. Sir, you are telling Screaming on yourself him. around sexual assault and the things that you have done to women. Yeah. That's disgusting. That's sexual assault, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, no, he is not a rapist. That's why he is not in jail. That's why he is not in prison. Where is uh, Harvey Weinstein? Where is Bill Cosby? Okay. I don't believe in prison as an answer Mm -hmm. for much of anything, but I also believe that they were told, right, according to the patriarchy, the same thing that we have been told. And this is why I talked about the unearned and undeserved privileges. The rules of patriarchy are simple. Being a man is super easy. It, I like. I get why people don't want to not do it. Three rules: buy it, kill it, fuck it. Can I do that? <laughs> yeah. Then that's it. That's yeah. the whole thing. And if you can't do those things, right? Then the mind freaks out, mm-hmm. and and you revert back to the same rules again. So can I buy and it? I want to buy that. So if I don't want to buy it, I'm going to kill you 
and then I'm going to steal it. And by the way, I want to fuck it, too. Yeah. So if I, actually, if I fuck it, so, then can I kill it? But here, your ideology is rather than changing what it means to be a man and change, get rid of toxic masculinity, you just abandon it and say, okay, well, now I'm not a part of that. Like, don't you think there should, if anything, be a reform of, hey, maybe men don't have to be like this? But I said I am a part of it, right? Yeah. I, again, I benefit from. Yes. Right? Uh, I am perceived as, right? Man, though, okay, that's a socio-political term. That is not an actual thing. That is not even a, that's not even a category for, for, for science. That is for society and politics. Mm, yeah, good point. Right? Male is a different thing. Hence, I will, from this point forward, for male-presenting people, refer to them first as male and then their profession in the same way that they have referred to women as female, which is a secret way to say bitch, and then and then refer to their profession, right? So yeah. we talk about the best female comedian, best female MC, best female doctor. Yeah. Fuck you. I'm talking about the best male comedian, best male doctor, best male whatever, and then my default from now on is going to be everybody else mm-hmm. who does not fit into that category, right? Yeah. Every, that's now my default. So if there, so I think that 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 in terms of being a a a sufficient uh, a, a very uh, uh, useful and workable male comedian, I think Louis C.K. is just fine. In terms of being a, a, a good man and a representation of a good man yeah. and a good dad, because a dad is another <laughs> gender assignment. Bill Cosby's the apex. That's sweet. Great. Do it. Um, I don't want to be any of those things. I am a parent. Uh, I am a human. Mm-hmm. I am gender fluid, and that's not new. We, I, I was called all sorts of things my entire life, but yeah. there's now language. That's the only thing that is new, and so, there's only language in the Western culture now. If you're gender fluid, do people, do women still tell you that whole thing of like, you can't talk about women's issues, or since you're gender fluid, can you now? How does that work? Uh, women have ever told you that you can't talk about women's All issues. the time. It's happened to me two or three times. I called mansplaining. It's a big thing. What, well, mansplaining is not talking about women's issues. Mansplaining is talking over women and assuming that you're the keeper of knowledge on any level, especially around their experience. That's not talking about women's issues. Though. Oh, interesting. Is it? I don't know. I was talking about abortion stuff, like just completely like inert things. And a couple of women were like, hey, you sh- I mean, you like, wh- who are you to comment on a woman's experience? I'm like, wait, 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 back up. Did you just say abortion is inert? No, I commented on like uh, I talked about it in like a in not like a strongly charged way. What like, were I, you saying? I said, I think both sides are wrong. I don't think you should be able to get an abortion at nine months, but I definitely think women should be able to get an abortion. Like, there's no way you don't know about the abortion by month five or six. And then if you wait all the way up until it's a full-grown nine-month baby in your womb and you want to get an abortion a day before it's born, I don't think that should be allowed. And what what inspired this? <laughs> this I don't know. I was, I, I was saying how both sides of the spectrum are wrong. Okay. How, how the centrist is, tends to be the better option. Like, like both sides tend to have extreme views of the rational Okay, idea. so, all right. So here's where I think... And I'm asking these questions not to not to not to set any sort of traps or anything. No, you can do it. Trap me, trap me. No, no trap well, I don't me. think it is a trap because <laughs> yeah. again, that's I, I think that's bullshit. Because right? I do know abortion's a thing that you're you're passionate about, correct? Uh, I I don't really speak specifically to abortion because again, it, it is not a thing that I have 
the the experience of having a life form of any level, yeah. right, taken from my body. I 100%. know many, many women, many femmes who are uh, thrilled that they got their abortions, not because the process of abortion is no. sweet, yeah. but because the not having of a child, right, being child-free in their instances, which is not the same as childless, being mm-hmm. child-free is the life that they have chosen for themselves, yeah. right? And that's beautiful. They should be able to. That said, uh, the two things that, that for me I can see where, and I say this, right, not not for my benefit because I don't end up in conversations very often around, again, mm-hmm. around the subject, but I certainly don't end up uh, in trouble a lot if I do with the women with whom I might be in conversation, with the femmes with whom I might be in conversation, is that, uh, one, think, for me, thinking of an issue like this in terms of both sides, again, falls into this binary, right? So you talked about this side and this side, and then there's a middle. And for me, I see life in a spectrum. And so you've chosen two sides of, of, of 200,000. Yeah, and I think and generally the middle I don't, of the spectrum. I don't, I don't, I mean, maybe, but oh, you you're, think miss, like color palette you're spectrum, missing, like a you're circle missing you everything be, around yeah, yeah. this globe. Uh-huh. And it's not even a circle. I don't know what the shape of it is. Yeah. I don't understand what the shape of universal possibility is. Mm-hmm. But I know that if you're limiting yourself, or if I'm limiting myself to there being two sides, I'm never going to figure out what the answer is. Yeah, right? but with, so complex, that's one with complex ideas, there's so many voices that you have to kind of boil it down to. Okay, people think you can't get abortions, or people think you can get abortions all the way up to well, late Well, term. why? Why do you have to boil it down? Because how else are you going to make rules for millions of people? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not making rules for millions of people. That's not my job. Why are you making rules for millions of people? Because you have to. You don't have to vote, but people are voting on the rules, and you can have a say in it if you. If you I, boil yes. It down. Well, let's have it. Let's. Yes. So those are two different things. Then. Okay. So. Oh. oh yes. Let's come back to that. Yeah. Right. The other thing for me is this: the idea of there being these nine-month late-term abortions is an idea that is a falsehood that was born of the right. Right. Mm. So to even get into a talk where somehow there's this like secret cabal of 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 medical abortions happening to children that are nine months old so that so that I don't know who we're thinking would want to have that experience or what their rationale would be to do it. Right. If there is an abortion that happens that late term, oftentimes it's because the fetus is unviable and because the mother's life is in danger. And that's incredibly. Those are the only times something like that happens. Mm -hmm. So that that so even to get in an argument about two sides of a thing that doesn't actually happen Mm -hmm. and then to do that with two women who actually have to deal with abortion. That to me, that there's where it gets treading into weird water. Yeah. Right. That's where I could see. Not that it is a a response of clarity uh, or a response that offers you anything, but also one that that is honest. Because why would they want to do the emotional labor for you? Of just saying you don't have any place in this conversation. Shut up. Rather than doing what I just did. Yeah. Right now, I I understand the emotional as labor who of likes a conversation though. The, the emotional labor of leading you to a place of discovering your own humanity for women for femmes is something that they have to do to keep themselves on guard to even navigate a world where violence could be erupting on them at any given moment. Any given moment, right? Yeah. So 
the emotional labor of navigating this world. If, if you have ever fallen asleep next to a woman and she did not slit your throat and cut your dick off in the middle of the night, the phrase that you are stumbling for is thank you. No. Thank no, you. No, I do not live under that pretense. Well, that may be why you are hearing things from women saying, why are you mansplaining you think this bullshit anytime to anytime you happen to sleep, I don't, you, you I don't sleep. experience if that. I, if I, don't I fall experience asleep that. on a plane next to a woman and she doesn't sit th- th- slit you, my throat, I should I th- be grateful? I think Come you on. know that I was talking about sexually. Right. Oh, I thought you just meant now. I'm like, no, you should be able to fall asleep near women. What are you talking about? You can fall asleep near whoever. Yeah. I'm not saying falling asleep on a plane. Yeah. I'm saying if you are in bed with a person. Yeah, yeah. If you are in, and and I, you sleep specifically because you are never more vulnerable in your life. Yeah. Okay? 100%. You just said you understand that that women live in a world where violence could erupt on them at any given moment from anybody. The fact that you're you mm-hmm. and you and you find yourself to be a good man and special and sweet and everything else, that does not matter, my friend. That doesn't you're suspect. You're suspect. Period. Yeah. Okay. So given that, if you are given the grace to be next to the body of a naked vulnerable woman who knows that you have the training, not in terms of like you're a fighter or anything, sociological training Mm -hmm. and sociological permission to abuse, torture, hurt, kill, slaughter. You do not have. No, you don't have the permission. How not? How not? How not? How is Harvey Weinstein still walking on this earth? How not? R. Kelly's not in prison. Explain to me where this is not true. Where? In anyone Where? who's not a million, a multimillionaire, if you if you happen to be anybody woman, who's not a multimillionaire, there's two hundred thousand missing black girls right now. Who you fuck you think killed them? Really, two hundred thousand plus that Damn. you ain't never heard of, ever. Where, where, all, all them girls on Pornhub, where you think they came from? Yeah, those are children. Those are children. Mm-hmm. The entire foster system. Where where are all those girls? That's built on, on, on stealing Native American people, stealing first world people, turning them into the closest proximity to Europeans they can, giving them to European families. And there is a long history of being tortured, being sexually abused in these circumstances. Where? Where is this place that men are out here protecting? Please, where are men protecting women? Why is bring back, bring back, take back the night a thing? I didn't think they're protecting women. I'm thinking I definitely couldn't do anything wrong without going to jail. I don't think the majority, the vast, vast, vast majority. You think you could be at home in bed and you could be, uh, if you were married, your wife, and nothing bad would happen to you. I don't think I could. Exactly. But I don't have white male privilege. Oh, I, I think- absolutely couldn't. Oh, oh my God. Oh, please. People make it up to be so much more. No, we deal with the same thing. Police shoot more white men. Than they do black there men. There are more white men. Yeah, That's the only true. reason that happens. Statistically, per capita, reason. though, that is not true. Per and you cap- know that. Yeah, per, per the amount per of people. Ca- right. So per yeah. capita, that is absolute bullshit. Yeah. If you talk about pure numbers, now you're playing a statistical game that, I'm again, not, I'm not moves off of... I'm not saying that okay. you're trying to. Yes. Right? I'm letting you know in the same way that we were talking about the thing with women. Yeah. Right? And the thing with abortion. If you bring in these false narratives to try to prove your point because you have a point, mm-hmm. but now we're going to bring in false narratives, false facts, and we're going to compare things that are not the same thing. Yes. Well, yeah, we can get to your answer, yeah. but that still doesn't have anything to do with the fact that I am more likely to be shot by a cop than you, period. You are more likely to get off on any charge in a court system than I am, period. That's true. 
including yeah. if you choke someone to death. Oh, my God. Including yeah. if you choke a woman to death. You are more likely to get off because I am seen as more of a threat. Right? It happens all the time. What's that little swimmer kid, that little swimmer rapist who just got off? Yeah. Brock Turner, whatever his name Brock is? Brock the Rapist Turner. Right? I think you're supposed to say it that way. Okay. No. For good reason. For good reason. Yeah. Right? Jared from Subway. That was supposed to be a oh trusted face. God, right? Yeah. This is not normal because, again, I mean, this is normal. Yeah. These are not lone wolves. We were all taught the same thing. Now, you might suppress it. You might not embrace it. You might choose not to do it. But you were taught, buy it, kill it, fuck it. I was taught that. That's why I know what the rules are. I'm not, I'm not saying that, like, I'm a rat. I'm, I'm out trying to let people know I'm here to teach. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. But that's the rules. And so if we fall to our default, then we're going to try to be doing one of these things, mm-hmm. Right. And if it's an intellectual contest, if we're, if we're not having actual social intercourse and trying to both just like, hey, let's just talk and elevate. Yeah. If we're trying to take a position and win a thing or whatever, or prove somebody right or wrong or whatever, right? Once we get into that, yeah. now I'm trying to fuck you intellectually. But That's what philosophy is. I'm going to corner you to make you say the opposite of the shit that you thought you was trying to say. Right? I think you got to admit, I haven't used any tactics. No, no, I'm not, you, I'm not you saying just, that you would. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. saying I'm aware of what these tactics are. Yeah, I yeah. could be doing Oh, 100%, 100%, 100%, me as well, but I purposely don't because that's not the goal of this. So I almost try, try to have right. intellectual conversations where I try to concede as much as I can. And so as we're lowering these borders, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I live in the enigma of it, right? That's why, I, yeah, any definition that somebody wants to throw at me, Probably that's part of the truth. Mm-hmm. So you saw which thread, right? Oh, I'm a rapper? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, I'm Brother Lowe's. You saw me. Okay. Oh, I'm funny? Hee-hee-ha-ha. Yeah. Until we sat down and had a talk, and now all of a sudden I'm, I'm, I'm fucking Black Thunder or whatever. I right? didn't look you up too much, actually. Okay. I just saw well, you. Whoever yeah, he looks like a good speaker. In, in oh, person, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, okay, yeah. Whatever our interaction is, right? Yeah. So in this interaction, right? Yeah. Oh, you're a good podcast guest. This is interesting, blah, blah, blah. Whatever it and is. And you are. Right. To be fair, you're right. a wonderful speaker. And, you're loquacious. And with it, right. And within these contexts, I am defined by the interaction and the intercourse that we hold. Yeah. Right. Especially that, when I edit you to say all the things you don't agree with. I'm kidding. There it is. Exactly. I don't, I don't as, edit. as you should <laughs> yeah. do. You have that power. Right. So that's that's where the possibilities then end. Because again, there's so much more discovery to have happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, for instance, what made you want to even be doing podcasting at all? What made you want to do something like this? Get DM, DMT brought me here, man. I have, uh, I smoked DMT. Someone okay. I met someone on Reddit who flew me down to L.A. and right. made this all possible. And 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 what is it about it that spoke to you? What did what did the spirits tell you? The spirit, so I don't I don't believe in entities or any of that stuff. I just had an experience that was like oh like I learned audio engineering when I made an album. I learned okay. video engineering. When I, I used to videotape people. People get bad on camera, dude. Okay. Most okay. people so I don't videotape anymore. Yeah, people get a little tight sometimes. People get tight, especially with three cameras. If they don't know what they're doing, they get yeah. they get really weird. And out of so, used to that. so now I just do audio. But um, pretty much just everything in my life. And then I started listening to a bunch of Joe Rogan. I'm like he influences a lot of people. He seems like he's having a good time. And I love it. I took a month off. Of talking to people specifically to be like get some distance when i got distance from music uh-huh. i realized i don't like making music when i got distance from writing books i realized i don't like writing books okay when i got distance from this i'm like i miss it so this is just the one that stuck after multiple i think four or five endeavors of right trying out different things and what about this format in particular feels feels like the right one for you like i, I believe that people listening here's the thing when i bring up controversial things such as like oh whatever um if i were to believe gender binary and stuff and then you were to explain your side more the listener could pick who they pick with even right. if they hate me they're listening they can pick to like you and agree with you more i just bring up 
more controversial topics to kind of get people's different opinion. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, and, and I hear that. Right. And I, and I, and I would invite you to embrace a full spectrum, right. That allows for it to be a circumstance such that there does not necessarily have to even be a positionality and we yeah. can still get to all the same shit. hundred percent. Right? Yeah. So that, you know, for instance, before when we were talking, I was, I was, uh, talking about, uh, race quite a bit and talking about white folks and, and white supremacist structures. Right. Mm-hmm. And again, the language I use around that while I have come to understand is very shocking and, and, and feels because it is shocking. It is disorienting. Uh, controversial to many recipients, in particular those who find themselves under the racialized gaze for the first time, yeah. right? That is a gaze that, though, white folks have held, right? Because we all understand what the racial order is of America. It's been documented from about the, th- the third to fifth grade, right? You understand who you're supposed to be better than, who's, like, beneath you, Black kids sit at their own table. That's weird. Don't trust that. We understand what the rules are. I do not think that for, happens. But, but you don't think that happens? I don't think people... No, I don't think black kids sit at their own table. What are you talking Why about? Why are there whole documentaries, books, movements, and the reality that I was the black kid sitting at the table with the black kids <laughs> for right. you to see here and, and tell me this doesn't happen? It wasn't a choice. You didn't connect with them Okay, better. so this is why you get, you get that mansplaining yeah. bullshit thrown in your face. I'm asking, yeah? but that was a question. But you didn't ask. No, yeah. you didn't. I said, you said, I don't think it happens. You said, I, I, I told you it happens. All right, if it happens, is it not this because is my you lived con- experience. Is it not because you connect and chose that? You weren't forced to sit at a table with black other black it people. It wasn't. Uh, here's the thing, though, right? Yeah. You're still seeing it in deficit. That's yes. why I'm saying you. Look, yeah. if we look beyond it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I didn't. Fo- no, I wasn't forced. I chose to sit with black kids because being black is lit. Yeah. Being black is the shit. Okay. I didn't want to sit with these okie dokie white people. Okay. I certainly did not want to be called nigga. I certainly didn't want to be called From chocolate third chip graders. cookie. Fuck yeah. Jesus. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Because again, you're trained mm-hmm. the same way we're trained, the same way everybody's trained. When I say we all understand the racial order, we understand the gender order too. When we start getting divided into these very simple, limited functionary tools of boy and girl. Yeah. You just you just took out so much possibility and gave yourself over to so much of what you're told is supposed to be. How many times have you been shopping in the women's section? Few. I bought I bought pads and tampons for Kenzie. For, okay, right? <laughs> Not for myself. Right. I'm talking about clothes. How oh. many times have you gone in the junior section and been like, God damn, that's a tight top. I'm throwing that on. The juniors or the female? You said juniors. Juniors is women. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, interesting. Um, and female, I don't, I don't really use that unless I'm talking about biological determinations, yeah. right? Like I'm talking about like you walk into Macy's, you walk into JCPenney, you walk into Kohl's, you walk into what name it, mm-hmm. right? You walk into Lucky's, right? They got sweatshirts, they got hoodies, yeah. they got tan hoodies, right? They got tan hoodies that say these are tan hoodies that are boy tan hoodies, yeah. and they got tan hoodies that say, these are tan hoodies that are girl tan hoodies. Yeah, I think these right? are. All, I mean, my shirt I'm wearing is two bucks. This sweatshirt's eight bucks. I wear right. the cheapest clothes you can find. And could be seen as absolutely gender fluid and gender functionary because women adopted wearing this with regularity to the point that it is no longer seen as a boy's thing, right? Mm -hmm. But we all know, like I know the stereotypes, there's no reason to deny them, right? If you got a hoodie and you with a girl, she's going to steal your hoodie at some point. That's like one of the oldest jokes in the book, right? Yeah. Okay. How many of your girl's blouses have you stolen? Blouses? To wear. Oh, none. Yeah. Okay. 
Because you have junk that's gonna hang out. I don't want. I don't want to wear it. I don't want to wear. Of it. a but blouse? What was gonna hang out of a blouse? A blouse is a shirt. Is it? Oh, I thought a blouse was a blouse. Is just a shirt. Yeah. Yeah, none. It's just a flowy. It's just but here's a flowy the thing. Shirt. Here's the thing. I wear hair and pants that are very. Fa- I, I. I. You know. Right. Yeah. And that's not a dress. No. Well, it is. It is. It's the one that you can pull up not, and wear around. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Right. But right. So. It's comfortable. I wear and comfortable. Again, there's no. Re- there's no reason to. Look for the the uh, thing that would make you a seahorse in this circumstance, right? Being the <laughs> special one, right? Mm-hmm. Who? Well, it doesn't apply to me because I'm sitting here looking at you with your beard and your haircut and in the yeah. hoodie and whatever. You're yeah. a dude. Yeah. Like there's not even a question, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I am clearly male presenting or per- perceived, mm-hmm. right? People look at me and automatically like, well, that's a man. Yeah. I get I get man, I get broed at all the time. Yeah. When I get man and I get broed though, most often that is by men who are dudes. Yeah. Right? Who for whom even my showing up is a bit disorienting. Mm-hmm. And so okay, I got to figure out where you go. Right? Yeah. And 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 it's not like a logical like, oh, let me sit here and figure out what, you know. But even when we first had sat for the first conversation before the mics were on, you were like, "Hey, bro, I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't bother to correct you at that moment, mm-hmm. right? But I am used to that being the heteronormative response. It says he right on your. It says he right there. That's okay. not why you did it, and that's not what you were looking okay. for, though, okay. right? Let's be honest. Yeah, it does say that. It, it is a term of endearment. I do it to most people. It does, but, yes. but right, and there's a whole lot more code switching for black folks that turns into bro, bruh, brother it, from white folks. I watch, I grew up around white people. I know white dudes do not be doing that to each other all the time. If you're super tight with somebody, hey, brother, sure. I will literally show you Facebook messages to people I've spoken with once where I call them brother. Even even PhD doctors who have came on my show once. Again, white, why make yeah, yourself yeah, an yeah. exception, though? Because I believe... Why I make yourself an exception? I don't think we should not be able to say the word brother to each other. I didn't say that we shouldn't say the word okay. brother to each other, but we got to be careful about why we're code switching, what it means, so and be cognizant. I have so to, that to code you know switch away from how I talk to other white people calling them brother to specifically not call you brother? I would say that's not a bad idea. Interesting. In the same way that when I'm with my bitches and we calling each other bitches, <sighs> that is very cute. You call me that, we fighting. Yeah. Okay. When I'm with my niggas, we chilling. Yeah. You call me that, I'm gonna stomp you into the ground. Yeah. Right. We ha- because if you say it, that's a threat. Yeah. You say it, the next thing is there could be a lynching in this motherfucker. You could be pulling out a gun right now. Yeah. Right. In fact, put your hands up. Let's let's search you because as far as I know, you probably got a gun in your pocket right now. Yeah. Okay. Now this is not because I believe you have a gun in your pocket. Mm-hmm. You look like what every motherfucking terrorist in this country looks like. So how are you not going to be suspect? Yeah. Why would you not be suspect? You look like a motherfucking terrorist. How you not suspect? How you not suspect? Are you going to bring it to, if ter- to white terrorism? If 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 I'm set, what what do you as opposed to what the terrorists that kill uh, as ten, opposed ten, to what ten thousand people a year? Tim McVeigh. Yeah. In the past eight years, uh, eight years, like 180 people have died from ta- white supremacy. That's not systematic, but like actual overt Bruh. violence. Yeah, no, look at it. There's up. only white people here because of white supremacist violence. What are you talking about right now? Yeah, I said past eight years, not You're 800. standing on my grandmother's skull. What are you talking about? 
what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Don't act like you... See, that's the thing, and this is where I do get animated, no, right? Give it, yeah. Why are we going to act like we don't live on the world we live on? Motherfucker, I have slaves. Mm-hmm. I treat them real motherfucking good, but I have slaves. Who? You employ- Who? Employees? Or you know where your phone's at? My phone? Your phone. Yeah. Who made it? Oh, yeah, good point. Who the yeah. fuck made it? Yeah, little Chinese hands. Right. You eat some vegetables today? Yeah. Where'd they come from? Yeah, Jesus dug those up for you. Yeah, you say thank you. What you tip when you got your coffee? When you got your little coffee today? Did you tip? This is that communism coming out of you, man. Hey, did you tip? That's what I'm saying. Because if you start, if you're gonna do something for me, yeah, right. You believe in you're taking my labor. You are doing labor for me that I don't want to do because I'm a fucking lazy piece of shit and I don't want coffee grounds in my house. If that's what you're gonna do for me, because I don't have a little machine to make my little phone bubbly the way I like it when I get my little quad latte. Yeah. I live at the apex. Don't front. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to walk this earth in robes. I don't want to be stinky. No. I know where I am on this planet. I am very, very fortunate to have been born in this country at this time only because it means I'm not on the slave side of things. And because I'm not, I exploit the fucking shit out of it. And I don't pretend I don't. And I don't call it something else. But what that means is my little motherfucking cappuccino slave going to get a $3 tip on my $4 coffee. Because you know what? You deserve to get your own slaves if you want to. Because you over here working for me, boo-boo. That means somebody not cleaning your fucking house the way you should. I'm not taking responsibility for my life. Yeah. And if I'm not taking responsibility for my life, then I better pay the motherfuckers who are. Right? I'm going to pay them their due wage. I believe in fair trade coffee. There's no such thing as fair trade coffee. Guess what? My barista is going to make up the difference. Now, is that fucked up? Because this 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 white kid who's doing this for however many years until they get the real job, right? Which I know only because I was a barista and I know who I was working with, right? Yeah. All right. It is what it is. But it is food service. I am being served. You are a servant. Mm-hmm. I know the goddamn rule. So do you. I could be here and be chatty and funny with you. I could flirt with you. Yeah. I could be abusive to you. I could do whatever the fuck I want. So I'm going to be a human. Yeah. You don't think that weakens I'm the tip word you slave? Double. What? Someone, How? someone who makes you coffee? How? Bruh, the women who do my nails yeah. live on top of the nail shop and a part of a giant fucking syndicate across the globe of Vietnamese people being brought here to breathe in poisons, to put on the nails of rich, bougie-ass people like me. So why do you get How your nails How the fuck done? they not my... Because look you? at the shit. This is fabulous. Are you kidding me? Look at my nails. Look at your nails. Yeah, I wouldn't Which get my nails done Which one does a woman want, want inside so- of them? Oh, my God. Not the long ones. Uh, and the long ones are which ones? Those are my pinky nails. Yeah. Look at my party nails. That's, That's the digits hilarious. on the top. Yeah. Okay. This is a trick I learned from women lesbians. or males, <laughs> or males, or anybody, yeah. right? But I'm talking about my particular partners, yeah. right? So my nails stay clean. Okay. There is a mythology around African Americans, around Black people, around Black folk that if we walking around dirty, it's because we pro, we poor, we broke, and our dirt is supposed to be dirtier than y'all dirt. So guess what? I'm going to be cleaner, I'm going to smell better, I'm going to look better than every motherfucker in that room, and there ain't going to be any question about it. Now, it's still reactivity. It's still being reactive to the overall system. And I'm not suggesting that what I'm doing is right. I'm not suggesting that the way that I'm living is more moral than anybody else. But I am saying I don't live with blinders on. I know where it comes from. I know that I have my own little slave communique device in my very expensive coach bag, right? Yeah. And that I'm cute as shit. 
Yeah. Okay. This jacket is a Levi jacket. That means it was made at the maquilladoras. That means that it was made by women at the border who are now probably having their children taken from them, put in cages because Donald Trump is a fucking racist. Okay. But I still look cute. Right. There is a trade off. Now, the moral thing to do. Yes, I am aware. Wrap myself in a, in a, in a robe. Stop. Let the funk come out. Right? Put the slippers on. Say the same shit on the corner to anybody who's willing to actually listen. Prothletize. That's Try to get people for. freedom. That's what this is for. I gave you the opportunity. Sort of. You're Except telling people to stop. Are we not doing this? In, are we not doing this in these very, very expensive microphones in this very fancy building with yeah. a very computer? Right. Very good point. So again, right? Exploiting. I'm not saying that we're not doing it. Right. We are in an exploitative white supremacist system that is built on a patriarchy. I'm not saying that I don't benefit. I just want to recognize where I do, because if I do, then I can make choices to lessen the harm. I can't fix it. I can't. I'm one person. You're right. So I could get into that existential dread, but I'm not going to, because I'm a true nihilist. And a true nihilist follows that all the way through to the point that if nothing you do matters, then everything you do matters. Everything is a political decision. Everything is a moral equation. Everything is an opportunity for us to get ourselves closer to a state of humanity, right? Every single interaction. And sometimes I make choices that I know are going to lead to the exploitation of another human being on this planet. Somebody had to make these cute-ass frames for my glasses, okay? That had to come from someplace. That There's a natural thing, a resource that I used to make these bifocals so that I could see you clearly enough, okay? I benefit. Yeah. I'm not saying I don't. That's why I was talking before about this idea of good and bad. Is it exploitative? Is it morally on a scale to which I can live and be comfortable with myself? Not really. Like everybody, I have those 2 a.m. wake up in your bed moments like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. What am I even doing? What is going on in this planet? But that's the pain of the entire planet. I just don't want to separate myself from that pain while I'm living at the apex of it. Therefore, yes, I do recognize that that phone that's in my bag was made by people who are so thoroughly enslaved that there are literally nets underneath the building to catch them if they decide that they're tired of being enslaved. Get the fuck back up there and you make my phone. I know what it is. I'm not pretending it's not. And also that the ingredients for that phone are the cobalt that was dug up by an African who lost his fingers someplace out on, on the plains of Nigeria or wherever. Right? All right. But am I gonna not talk on the phone? I used yeah. it to get here. Yeah. I'm gonna take a real cute picture of us when we're done with this. Oh, happy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, but like, I get you, but that's man. but that it it we live where we live. I just don't want us pretending that it's not what it is. And if we can lessen the harm, right? Mm-hmm. By trusting those who've had whatever the lived experience is to which we happen to be massaging. Right. Mm-hmm. So earlier you you were talking about abortion. Mm-hmm. You actually do have a stake in that discussion, but your stake in that discussion doesn't go any further than you and your partner. Yeah, very valid. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why. Or you, your tax dollars. Mm, I, I don't know. I don't know why. Because you pay tax dollars and we all get medical insurance, you get to decide who gets what kind of a fucking. Uh, I don't pay tax dollars, but if I did. Right. <laughs> So that's what I'm saying. Like, if we tax some people, if we're going to have a collective, if we're going to have a, a, a single-payer system, okay, if we're going to have universal health care, 
if we're going to have a, a, a universal living wage, let's have all of it. Let's do it. Yeah, right? absolutely. And it's doubable. Yep. Okay. It's incredibly so doable. So if we do it, yeah. right, again, what business do you have in terms of having any fucking opinion about what I do with my therapist, my dollars, my, my time at the medical facility? That's my shit. Yeah. You worry about your shit. You, your partner, that's it. It stops right there. Do you, do you want to hear the big, right the big roadblock in this? I brought it up once and I don't see a solution. Should someone who smokes cigarettes get Medicare for all? Absolutely. They're making the decision to purposefully make it more expensive. That's got nothing to do with anything. You don't think so? No, not a fucking thing. Interesting. Not a fucking thing. I'm torn because that's a good point. I don't know, man. That Why? Why? What's it got to do with you? If smoking cigarettes makes somebody's life easier on this planet, on this on this goddamn rock flying through the sky, yeah. that we're all stuck on together, yeah. you don't get off, there's no other planet, there's no other weather, yeah. this is it, right? Mm-hmm. We're all facing that same existential dread. We're all sitting on the cusp of annihilation for ourselves. Everybody that we ever know, that we've ever known, that we ever will know is going to be dead. Yeah. And we know that. And that's the thing that drives us crazy. And some people... Instead of smoking whatever you smoking, mm-hmm. instead of smoking all the pot I'm smoking, yeah. right? Yeah. They said, I'm smoking yeah. this tobacco. Yeah. And Benson and Head just fucked it up, right? And Philip Marlboro fucked it up. And I they know. put some additives in there, and they got these motherfuckers hooked from day one. Yeah. As as addictive as heroin and sugar. Yeah. What? Who am I to tell them don't do that? Go have a candy bar, motherfucker. I don't care. Yeah, good. No, good point, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, have a ciggy. You're not your nihilism, nihilism. You called it nihilism. That touched on yeah. the third thing. You've you've said a lot of the things that I put on. Sh- I'm putting on shorts and sweatshirts. Is uh, if nothing matters, everything matters. But yeah. I do it. Uh, nothing matters, but it feels good to do good. Because that's the base foundation of everything. Is same that. shit. When you do good, you feel better, and you know the difference, right? You do, yeah, right, hundred percent. But and so that's my thing. Like, how many times? I've, I can't think of a time. I can think of arguments that I've won. For sure. I can think of times where I've been in things like past discussions and more into the places where we've been sliding. And then I'm like, wait, wait, wait. But there's more perspectives, right? I can, I, you know, I can just take a position and stake it and defend it. I don't know how to do that. That's fine. No. That's and I don't think right? I have. I don't think either. No, I don't, th- I don't think we yeah. have. I think I, we I have think just been possible. throwing around. You, you, you mentioned right? I, my show could be just throwing around ideas. I think that's how it has been. I don't think I've ever... Pigeonholed. Really? I think I say something that's like, you know, I've kind of, I, I can at least see people with the rationale of this, and I allow you uh, time to dismantle it. Right. You know? And and well, and even if that's the thing, right? Why dismantle it? Like, right? Oh, because some ideas are worth dismantling. Like, some if, are. Because some people really hard hole pigeon the ideas that I have put forward. I don't necessarily believe them or not believe them. I don't really think of them when I'm not in a position like this of force yeah, to yeah. think about them. I just tell you what maybe the media says, and then I give you an opportunity to tell the truth, to maybe change some right. people's points of view. I think that's the most beautiful way to have a conversation publicly. I, th- I, th- I agree with you, right? I, th- uh-huh. I think the thing is, though, that when we're pulling these ideas from the media to talk about, right, yeah. that they've that the media, again, right, is a branch that is not about— Let me cut you off. It's the patriarchy and white supremacy. Well, I was actually going to say it's not about developing critical thought. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Right? Yeah. And so if there's not going to be critical thinking, then there's not going to be a way for us to get to a place of seeing a full spectrum that embraces, right? So, for instance, uh, Pharrell has been publicly uh, in GQ magazine most recently. Dressing fabulously. Uh, he was dressed absolutely <laughs> fabulously and in a way that was for my tastes, exploitative because it was still 
very much in a binary box of needing to defend, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And come out with this idea of my femininity is the new masculinity. Yeah. Motherfucker, what? It's femininity. Just be feminine. What are you doing? Why are you trying to colonize femininity? Yeah. Just let it be femininity. Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't, there's got to be no new masculinity. It's feminine. It's beautiful. Right? If anything, Auntie Billy teaches us you could be beautiful in a ball gown. You could be beautiful in, a, in, a, in, a, in a, uh, uh, an outfit from ancient Egypt. You could be beautiful in a suit. And it's all beautiful. And if you want to get into talks about, like, is it masculine, masculine and feminine? Boy, George is beautiful. I don't know. Why are you trying to tell me he's a masculine and feminine? He's beautiful. Yeah. He's a beautiful motherfucker. Look at him. His eyes are always dead. Prince was beautiful. I don't want to get into, is it masculine and feminine? Da, da, da. Because if you do, right, for somebody who's gender fluid, who sleeps with women, who had the kind of power that Prince had, then you put him on a stage and then corner him about, is this boy shit or girl shit? Are you gay? Then he responds, no, I'm not gay, and gets tired of answering the question after 40 years or whatever. It starts sounding mad, wild, homophobic. Yeah, He may not be a homophobe, but get just tired of being put in a box that is not his box, but there was not language to talk about it, right? And the hypersexuality that also led to the exploitation in the Svengali state that he put all those women through prior to the point of opening himself up to work with darker-skinned black women, to work with fat black women, to work with Rosie Gaines, to work with people across the spectrum, right? That took growth and maturity that didn't happen until he was near 40, mm-hmm. right? That's a maturity that, again, in a testosterone-driven male-presenting body, it is much harder to get to because the hemispheres of our brain are very, very stringently separated out, and we've got a society that reinforces that. Yeah. So then you end up with Prince sounding like a super homophobe, and then you look at pictures of Prince and you listen to his music, and you're like, what? Yeah, I don't understand this, right? I agree. So you look a generation later, right, and we see, uh, what's this cowboy boy name? Oh, yeah, little, little, little uh, X, Lil Nas little, X. Lil Nas, yeah. Man, come on. Super quick, we hit an hour, so just, okay. yeah, so just time warning. This boy has found his freedom, has found his expression. He's liberated. He's liberated. And he's like, fuck it. You don't want to get with it? Don't get with it. I'm doing country music. I'm doing rock music. I'm doing alt music. I'm doing it dressed as a gay cowboy because I'm a gay cowboy. And I don't give a motherfuck what you think. Right? Mm -hmm. That is truly not giving a fuck. Prince coming out with his ass cheeks out on MTV, you're giving a fuck because you want us looking at your ass cheeks. (laughs) This boy don't give a fuck. Yeah. That's why I love it. You know what I'm saying? So that's the liberation that... You know, the 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 expression in terms of, like, what we've been talking about, the way that I dress, the way I present, the things that I'm searching for, I'm, I've, I keep mentors 25 and younger because I'm looking for the liberation that, that they're pushing us toward, right? Nice. I, I don't, I don't want to be old man on, on my lawn, like, waving my fist at people, talking about, your music's no good and your comedians are dirt, 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 dirt. No, yeah. man, you know, it's fine. I may not be the audience, but it's dope. And, and, and... Provided it's not creating harm and oppression, right, to the audience with whom I'm most concerned. Brown, black, indigenous, women, femmes. I'm cool, you know, I'm cool. If it gets into some shit where you're fucking with them, I'm going to come get you, you know, but that's a different thing, you know. Beautiful.
I appreciate your time. An incredible hey, amount, man. I appreciate the time. Thank you for the time, man. Take care. Thank you.